all as confused as I was when I read Jesus' advice for today, when he tells us that the, the master commends the dishonest manager because he acted shrewdly. And then Jesus tells us to make friends for yourselves by means of dishonest wealth. What is he saying? Are we supposed to lie and cheat so that we get what we want? Is that what he's getting at? Because that's what it sounds like. But to understand this parable that Jesus tells, which is probably the most confusing parable that Jesus tells in all of the Gospels, we have to go back to what comes just before this. And if we remember back to last Sunday, the parable that came just before this one is the parable of the prodigal son. The prodigal son comes just before the dishonest manager in the Gospel of Luke. And what we remember at the end of the story of the prodigal son is the focus on the elder son. So the elder son is in the father's house, working in the father's house. But when the younger son comes home, after being away and squandering the father's property, the elder son's jealousy keeps him from wanting to enter the father's house anymore. That he's jealous that his son received such a great reception coming home, and so he refuses to enter his father's house. Today, we have a not-so-good man again. And the master tells the dishonest manager, I'm done with your lying and cheating. I want you to go and collect all of the books to bring them back to me so that I can hand them over to someone else and you're out. I'm done with you. So the dishonest manager goes, I'm too ashamed to beg and I'm too weak to, beg, uh, to dig. Basically, I can't be anywhere else except in my master's house. I need to find a way so that I can't leave, that he can't get rid of me. So he goes and he messes around with the books. He tells the one guy to cut his, his debt in half and the other one to cut it down by 20% so that by doing so, he's throwing himself at the mercy of his master. He's not a good man. He's still not a good man. He lied and he cheated, and then he lied and he cheated to try and stay in the master's house. But because he does this, he's commended for acting shrewdly. Why? Because even in his sin, he knows that the most important thing for him is to stay with the master. Whereas the elder son in the prodigal son story, he is with the father but he allows his jealousy to make him never want to be in the Father's house. See, sometimes in our Christian life, we get overly preoccupied with doing good over bad. And are we supposed to do good? Yes, absolutely. We're supposed to be good Christians in the world. We're supposed to live holy and saintly lives. But when we get overly preoccupied with trying to do more good than bad in our life, there's a great temptation for us that we do it apart from God. That's what the elder son did. He was a faithful servant in his father's house. But he didn't really love the father. Because if he would have loved the father, it wouldn't have mattered what happened when his son came back. He would have stayed with the father. 
but his good service didn't lead to love of his father, so that when his jealousy came, he rejected his father. Whereas the dishonest manager is not a good man, but he acknowledges his need for his master, for the father, no matter what. And in the teaching, in the tradition of the church, the church has kind of a very concrete teaching around that that kind of explains the difference. Church talks about perfect and imperfect contrition. Perfect contrition is, I am sorry for my sin because I love God and what I did was wrong and I want God's mercy because I love him so much and I'm sorry that I hurt him. Imperfect contrition is, I did something wrong and I don't want to be punished. And so I'm going to run back so that I can avoid being punished. That's the dishonest manager. But most of us are stuck in imperfect contrition. We just don't want bad things to happen. We don't want to go to hell. But that's enough for God. That's all he needs. That's why the master welcomes the dishonest manager back anyway. He doesn't need perfect contrition from us. For us as Catholics, that's part of the gift of confession. Every time we go to confession, confession perfects our contrition. So when all that we want to do is avoid punishment, God perfects our contrition in confession to bring us back to him for love of him, to make us like the prodigal son coming home. The real question offered to us by the dishonest manager is, will we let even the worst part of our lives be an opportunity to draw closer to God rather than pull away? Will we let the worst times be an opportunity to stay attached to the Father? Or do we run away? Because the response of the Master today in the parable is that even in the worst, as long as we acknowledge our need for Him, He's there to draw us in. Because God wants to lose none of us. God has conquered sin and death in our life. It's not an impediment to be with him. But sometimes we let it be. Sometimes we become the elder son in the story of the prodigal son, and our jealousy or whatever our sin is becomes something that makes us not want to be in the father's house anymore. The dishonest manager shows us that even when we are at our worst, as long as we acknowledge our need for the father, he's there to bring us back. Thank you.